0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Star Sound Speaks. This is Episode Two Forty Two with your host Irliana Samsara of Star Sound Astrology. Oh my goodness! This <laughs> I have Ajita trying to explain this week. Oh, no, I really don't have Ajita, but I I, I have. A, I do have to say I have a little anxiety, which I always have before a podcast, but this one is like, ugh, this is the biggest week, right? This is the the epic life-altering changing new chapter beginning for all of us when pluto enters aquarius but before i get started with that and the rest of the the week's transits i just want to say um if you don't know me hello my name is erliana and i am a hellenistic or traditional astrologer using whole sign houses and i also blend this with modern modern astrology um okay so as we go, uh, let's let's get started. Before I get any further, I have to say, you remember last week with all when I said how you know Mercury um, with Mercury squaring uh, Mars, you know that final um, that final square and Neptune and Mars. Sorry, Neptune and uh, Mars Neptune square, right? That can bring all and, and Mercury and Pisces, just all sorts of wonky. Well, um, the episode, the adventure with my bank account, has been resolved. Um, it- it was just very crazy um but they did they did locate my uh second bank account it came out of the piscean uh virtual space or no space and kind of landed in my bank account and everything is fine but yes it was it was an interesting experience so if you um had anything this going on this past week with that uh just know that you know anytime Mercury's in pisces you're always going to get the wonky wonky wonk it's just the way it is (laughs) but we can of course lean into the the dreamy meditative side of it and it certainly gives great benefits so anyway moving on um mercury will finally leave this this very um interesting we shall say it's an exile in pisces and it goes into aries perky little strong, bold, courageous, and often argumentative Aries um, on uh, Sunday. We start the week Sunday, March 19th, Mercury ingress into Aries, which is kind of like, do we ever get a stop from the arguments? Be- Mars and Gemini for, since August. And then as soon as that it leaves, it's like getting ready to leave, then Mercury jumps in. But luckily, this is a quick little thing. Um, you know, Mercury in um, Mercury ingress in Aries. Um, Yes, you know, we could it be arguments, you know, argumentation and arguments with our siblings and our neighbors and our cousins and in laws and, and or just ideas. Yes, it can. But the good, the good news is that we know this and we can steer ourselves towards speaking our truth, you know, without arguing right without clobbering somebody just to be bold and courageous and speaking our truth. That would be a really uh, good way to orient ourselves. You know, and Aries also is, um, well, when you think about the word courage, it, it comes from the Latin or, it, well, from the French, cœur, the heart. So to have courage is to to be centered in one's heart. So if you think of it that way, instead of just being, um, you know, the the, the the, the rough and tumble argumentative side of Mars, if we can think of it as Mars as courageous and proactive, for being proactive with our speaking, um, what we can be constructive rather than destructive. So we could use the energy that way to be passionate around our ideas. Jupiter, it will be joining Jupiter, um, you know, it was at the end of the month. Yeah, by March 28th so really about speaking one's truth and being one's truth and finding one's uh, truth and one's divine god self god goddess self whatever you want to call it very much indicated anyway moving right along monday march 20th happy spring happy fall if you're in the southern hemisphere this is the aries ingress so the uh it's the equinox um, for so equal amounts of day and light, daylight and nighttime. It will happen at 5.24 p.m. Eastern daylight time. So just adjust your, uh, have we had it with our clock adjusting? You know, <laughs> adjust for your time zone. Um, now in the East Coast here, we have, uh, we are back in the States, we have gone to um, daylight savings. So I'm still getting used to all this. this, you know, the circadian rhythms. It takes a little bit to settle in. But anyway, Monday, March 20th, Aries ingress very interesting chart uh let me show you what that looks like for the um for the us oh, so here it here it is the chart for washington dc and as we can see it is in the um eighth house zero degrees aries um which is of course the first the inflect you know the first degree of the zodiac sign right is is aries so Here is zero degrees, of course it's a critical degree, so you could look at this chart and say okay, this is like the weather for the for the season, you know, for this until we get the cancer ingress, right, cardinal signs, changes of the seasons, Uh, but this one can be read for the entire year as well as just for the the season, so uh, we have a, a sun in the eighth and a combust mercury. The ruler of of the sun is exalted in in Aries. So it gets a lot of support for being in Aries. The uh, Mars is the ruler of the ingress, of course, as it always is. And Mars is in Gemini in its final stage. Um, Mercury is under the beams of the sun. He's so, he can't be seen. He's just completely obliterated. Now he has been purified in this past week's, you know, the purification ceremony, the Mercury Kazemi. He's been reborn and reprogrammed hopefully has, um, you know, our minds filled with compassion, forgiveness, and and beauty and, and bhakti devotion to the divine, you know, that would be the highest, highest purpose of that reprogramming that took place on Wednesday. Um, And so having been reborn, now he's learning, he's emerging as, you know, this purified reprogrammed self, right, where, where we, We can carry that divinity into our daily life on earth and our into our physical embodiments mercury and aries right so um so yes i would say uh you know um this is the promise you know of of that now it it is co-present as you can see with jupiter and and it will, like I said, at the end of the month it will be um, lining up. So that'll be, you know, certainly that passion uh, on steroids. <laughs> but um, I also want to say too, the the whole the the recent conversation with, um, you know, with with the Silicon Valley Bank, you know, Eighth House rules banking and banks and and, and finances and uh, other people's money and trusts and estates and you know things stocks bonds all of that um and so um with that in for the usa chart with that you know i i think we haven't seen the end of it with not to scare anybody or anything or be a downer but just to be real i don't think we've seen the end of it with um with this whole um silicon valley bank you know and the closure and um they, it's certainly um speculation and maybe some underhandedness um, when you think about in in the in terms of the um, you know Mars being the ruler Mars and Gemini and late degrees they're um, in in for Washington in the 10th house so there could be some authority figures that may have done some underhanded stuff I know I was reading a little bit about it with the stocks and bonds uh, where I mean they they put all their money into bonds not to get into this whole thing but They were investing like very heavily in the bond market and then when the the inflation happened it it was just started it it started getting scary and they were trying to basically trying to cover themselves and of course you always had to be careful because if there's a bank run you don't have enough money to cover all the deposits and all that stuff so there could be some revelations that could be making people very upset and angry you know around this around the law and maybe underhandedness with Um, and legal oversight, we could say, because Jupiter being there in the eighth house there for the chart for the USA and Washington. So um, I think that we will still be dealing with the aftermath of that. And maybe it's like heads may roll. We could see um, that for sure, you know, happening of um, the word I'm hearing is regulatory, you know, some regulatory uh, measures that, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, out of this, of course, making these adjustments to avoid any kind of, you know, further conflict. But yeah, it's not over yet. Um, the other thing I want to say, too, is just about, um, you know, that the, the in a mundane chart, and and the sun in Aries in the eighth, uh, I, I also see, you know, uh, the part of Fortune is con- pretty close to Regulus, part of Fortune in Leo, 26th Leo in the 12th house. So, you know, we could be just seeing, I'm just wondering about um, Biden, President Biden and Harris, and we could be seeing um, changes, changes in leadership. Um, and so um, just just leaving it at that. Yeah. there's there's many 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 indicators and as you know I've been talking about this since the 2020 election it's been two and a half years there could be changes here we could be seeing um she may she may have to step up you know to uh take certain things in a different direction um and so um changes in her position and his and um yeah. So endings and beginnings. Next month is our, um, you know, we have the next eclipse in um, solar eclipse at the end of April. This, which brings us to this new moon, which is going to be happening. Uh, the new moon is going to be on Tuesday, March 21st. So the day after the spring, spring equinox or, or the fall equinox, if you're in the south, uh, day after that, the sun is exalted and it's at as it's a zero degrees, 49 minutes. So the new moon happens almost immediately after the equinox. So there's a very bold new beginning that's indicated here. Um, it's in the bounds of Jupiter. Well, Jupiter is all about expansion and you know, and confidence and optimism. So this one brings a lot of um, hope and confidence and optimism about when things say with that eighth house, you know, <laughs> Aries ingress, you know, things may fall away, but then new things uh, come up, bold, new ventures, new, bold, new directions in leadership and in resources and the resources and shared resources of others, like having hope and optimism about um, all of these things, sharing our resources and and uh, sharing truth and discovering what is our, our, in honoring our authentic selves. We, we, you could also say many different facets to this. Mercury is combust for that new moon and in mutual reception with Mars in the 10th. So um, I would say we may be laying our plans but um, and our, our new ideas, but we may not be seeing them because Mercury is under the beams of the sun. We wouldn't, necess- we wouldn't be seeing them certainly right away or even at the first quarter moon. It's really it's not until almost the full moon that we might be seeing the fruits of the things and the new goals that we're laying down. Uh, Certainly Mercury rules commerce and industry and retailing and not just communications and writing, but all of these other things. And so, networking and things so maybe bold new ventures and networking but just give ourselves a little time for that because with mercury under the sun let it get out of the sun it's got to get out 17 degrees away before you start seeing the fruits of that so that really wouldn't be until about uh april 3rd is about the time when mercury will finally emerge and you'll will be able to see him as evening star and so when he comes out of the beams of the sun then those uh, plans will be more visible out in out in the world um and that's actually just three days before the full moon so that's just how it rolls all right anyway two days later pluto leaving finally after you know 15 years in the sign of Capricorn. This is the big, big thing of the year, the one, the the ingress we've all been talking about for years and waiting for. Pluto moves from Capricorn into Aquarius. He was in Capricorn for 15 years. He's in Aquarius for 20. I know it's like you're gonna be old by the time this. Is like, I know this is Pluto. It rules an entire generation of people. It speaks to broad, broad reprogramming and transformation of our collective, of society, of generations. So um, Pluto is still in the in the domicile of Saturn, right? Saturn. It's not Saturn in earthy, materialistic Capricorn. It's it's Saturn in you know the Aquarian aspect of Saturn is is ideas. It's it's air sign. So it's ideas and intellect and it's intelligence and artificial intelligence and ancestral intelligence and you know um how do we move the the wisdom of our ancestors and we move that forward to create a a a society that where everyone shares where everyone feels their individual freedom and 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 a democracy Um, which um, takes care of everybody, which allows everyone to be flourish and sustain themselves on a on healthy boundaries and boundaries, boundaries that are founded on Aquarian principles of humanitarian ideals. This is what is going to be taking up our national our world conversation for 20 years. No big deal, right? Yeah. Huh. Anyway, where that occurs in your chart, of course, you're going to want to take note. Um, because that's the area of your life that's going to be completely upended and transformed. The old will leave that that is no longer useful. It's like the baby tooth coming up. You know, it serves its purpose for a while. But eventually the new the new adult tooth that's sustainable comes up in place. And that shedding process, yes, it's painful. But it gives us, um, as we embrace it and move with it, it would we allow the old, worn out structures to fall away and then the new take over so think of that baby tooth anyway that baby tooth is gonna, <laughs> uh the um the zero degrees is always critical so we're going to be looking at pluto and aquarius here are the dates for the next mm, year and a half um, well 20 24 months or something. What is a year and a half? Oh, 20, 19, 20 months. Okay, so at 20 for 20 months. So it's a little more than a year and a half. We're gonna have Pluto at the zero degree point. So March 23rd, it's at zero degrees. It's it goes back. It'll be there for what? You know, a week or two. with Zero. Pluto's so dang slow. It only moves like two degrees a year. Right? It's just very, very, very slow march 23rd it will also be back at zero degrees june 11th and then it june uh, january 20th it'll go back into capricorn right in the end of the year then it'll s- swerve back into aquarius next january january 20th of 2024 and then september 1st 2024 and finally November 19th 2024 right before Thanksgiving of next year it will be um at zero and that'll be the last time it'll it'll be at zero and it'll start moving forward into the sign of aquarius so for the next 20 months, it's going to be hovering at that threshold. This is something I talked about in depth with Ari Moshe-Wolf, so please do listen to those two episodes I did with him several months ago. They're amazing, incredible, brilliant soul. We will feel hope. We will, I i, I can almost guarantee it. Um, after I listened to him, I just felt so hopeful about this evolution of humanity that is at our doorstep and what directions are we gonna take that are gonna really serve us? How about, how is it that we can be in the now and allow all these outrageous um, evolutionary potentials to unfurl on their highest? So go watch that or or listen to it again if you, if you haven't, um, if you've already listened, it's just, it will give you hope. Anyway, um yeah, and, and lots of great opportunities for, you know, um, expanding our consciousness. So that's Pluto into Aquarius. Um, the um, if you think about it too, you know, here we are at the 29th degree of Aquarius and uh, I'm sorry, the 29th degree of Capricorn and 59 minutes. And um, what was the book, the bookend of this? When it was at when Pluto is at zero Capricorn, that's when we had Lehman Brothers and the mortgage crisis. And not that we want to remember all that, but all these institutions, you know, too big to fail, they failed. And that whole complete restructuring of the corporate sector, of the economy, which is what Saturn and Capricorn represents, you know, leaders, power leaders at the top, CEOs, and all of that. So, all of this restructuring that that has taken place, that has been ex- all this, you know, cor- the mortgage crisis. You know, these people who never went to jail, you know, and and all of these um, these bigwigs and stuff. So all this the shenanigans, the the underhanded shenanigans that that took place over so many years that were all exposed. And you want a new society? You want to transform society? Great. You got to look under the hood here. What? you know, stinky family, stinky dynamics in the corporate world and also in our own families. And I would say genealogy, looking at the pain body and society and all that, um, Black Lives Matter being um, uh, women, uh, the um, Me Too movements, you know, two very, very great examples of, you know, what it takes to heal the pain body of about women and the Black community, long um, longstanding, um, you know, toxic, a conditioning of society of, of how things have to be because we all thought they had to be but of course this gave us an opportunity and is giving us an opportunity to regenerate and renew and create new foundations that are honoring the divine feminine that are honoring the healing aspect of um you know of our society and activating that that potential for healing so anyway, um, yeah, so when you think back, it's interesting, zero degrees, 29 degrees, these are both the beginning and the ending, the alpha and the omega, the, the critical degrees. So now we are moving into Aquarius. Um, well, certainly, we got 20 years to un- unravel that one. <laughs> so um, anyway, yeah, that'll be um, happening um, starting March 23rd, which is Thursday. And then uh, we finish the week. The final thing is mm, I'm going to, I'm having a, I'm telling you like we we have to have a block party, a block party or something or some big festival. I don't know what Mars finally, finally getting out of cancer. Oh, I mean, finally entering cancer and getting out of dang Gemini. It's been there since August, like enough already. It's usually like a six, seven week transit. It's been seven months. And so we're all like done with it. (laughs) (laughs) we've learned our lessons Mars okay thank you very much we've seen the idea of listening and delving into having curiosity around differing points of view great now we take that forward Mars going to cancer technically Mars is in Mars is in the moon's domicile the moon rules women nurturing family security home so Mars in the moon's domicile even though it's in uh, it, it's considered in its fall, um, it doesn't, it doesn't really feel like it has a whole lot of support, but we, I want, I want to really impress upon all of us how important Mars and cancer can do great things. As I often give the example of Michael Phelps, you know, he he has Mars and cancer. Um, what did he do with a fall on Mars? He jumped in a damn swimming pool the water sign right he became a warrior mars in the water a warrior in the water and he won so mars is about competition and winning What did he win like 24 medals you know he's got the most medaled olympic athlete in history and still is and might always be who knows um but anyway yeah so we can do great things with this so um, March 25th to May 20th is when Mars will find, will be in the sign of cancer, working its potential for healing, for being strong and standing up for women. You know, women, people who have like prominent, uh, Mars and cancer can, are often like domestic violence activists or who help women or batter women or, um, you know, stand for their comfort, stand for their security. So this is an opportunity for all of us to stand for, that part of ourselves that needs sweetness and nurturing and kindness and all things cancerian and cookies let's face it cancer the kitchen cooking the meals home like uh, maybe you want to orient yourself to make cookies right when life gets i don't know i do know um, these are just ideas so i hope that um yeah, you we we might feel the fight that we have to stand up and be passionate and bold and courageous around our our own comfort and the comfort of others. So constructive, not destructive. That is the Mars way, the high road of Mars. Yes, there is a high road. And so, yeah, that's it for this week. Uh, yeah, quite quite a week. Like I said, this this is a life-altering change that's occurring not just because we have this new moon and this new sign, and which has huge implications for our our government, our United States government, Um, new leadership, new ways of leading, uncovering, uh, letting, you know, reprogramming, um, certainly our Pluto in Aquarius, um, huge, 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 huge shift. And, um, And then Mars going into cancer. So, wow, yeah, what a week. I don't know. I mean, I, I fretted for hours putting this to, to be able to turn on the recording button because I'm like, God, you know, this Virgo thing about having to be perfect. I just realized, okay, you say what you say, you put it out there, you gotta let it go. Anyway, I hope you have enjoyed this and got some value out of it. Please do like, share, subscribe. Let me know what you're feeling as as we're moving into this most epic week. Um, how how are you feeling about it what are you looking forward to I always love hearing from you so much love to you all and um, we walk hold hands and walk forward together brilliantly brilliantly all right take care everyone have a great one and uh, we'll see you soon this is early Samsara, Star Sound speaks starsoundastrology.com namaste